0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network.
1: Okay, I'll let you take a drink there. I think I'm going to lubricate mine. I'm
0: not even going to go there.
1: And welcome the geekiest show ever this week, folks. Uh, And you're going. Well, where's Kevin? Well, Kevin's on the injured reserve. Melissa's traveling. And so it's just the Lisa and me here, and we thought, you know, just so we can, you know, get a podcast out there so, for you guys to listen to, we thought we would just kind of maybe skip our usual format, and we're just going to have some thoughts about um, WWDC and, um, you know, what what... I haven't watched the uh, the the actual program, but I went and looked at some articles to see what they're talking about and what they introduced. And you know, I think we're going to have two perspectives here because uh, Elisa, I guess you're, would you call yourself an Apple faithful? You're pretty much in the Apple camp. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, in uh, my you know fickleness is legendary. I'll play with everything. And now we're watching. Now I'm ah. just anticipating Kevin just losing it here. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, like I say, I'll I'll check them all out. And so, you know, I think we're going to have two different points of view on some of this stuff. And, you know, why don't we start with, because uh, i got the, uh, uh, maybe I'll send you the link here to uh, Recode. I'm looking at their recap of uh, WDC, and then we can just kind of go down the list, uh, go down this list, and then we'll have the same one to work with. Um there we go. Drop it into Skype. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to look at this one. And at the top of the list, they started, and I guess they're going in order that they presented it. So, they got uh, TVOS. And I guess the only real new thing with TVOS is that they, uh, Amazon is now finally in it. Uh, right. Um,
0: I don't have an Apple TV. So, for me personally, yeah. this is non news. Right. However, if, well, you were at work that day, but. Right. The four of us were doing our group text message and I was also texting with Suzé and Vicky and we recorded a three Kiki Lady podcast soon at, you know, right after the, the keynote was over. And what Suze said is that it still doesn't have Netflix on the Apple TV, which I didn't know because like I said, I don't I don't have one. Huh. So I have nothing to compare. I just use the Roku box sure. and uh Fire Stick.
1: But Amazon Prime Video is great, but why don't they have Netflix? That doesn't make any sense and yeah, because I've got uh, a Fire TV and a Fire Stick that I'm not currently using. I'm going to get it hooked up at some point and use it. Uh, but I do have a Roku and I got my NVIDIA Shield and so yeah, I have no, and I don't live in the Apple camp uh, when it comes to music or movies or any of that stuff. So really uh, TVOS is maybe a non-starter for me. The only thing that I, I do listen to podcasts and hear what they talk about, uh, and I think there is that app on the uh, my iPad, the, the TV app I think they call it, mm-hmm. right? Where which that does intrigue me because, and I've tried it with the Shield. You can do uh, a search and say you want to watch, uh, you know, Stranger Things, let's say, and it'll bring up and show you where you can watch it. Uh, it sounds like t- uh, they have the same functionality in uh, the Apple TV. If that would do it somehow. Uh, you know, because I do kind of want, because one of the problems I have with all these boxes is you want to watch this show. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Is it where? So you kind of have to go hunting. And I just kind of want that service that will just say, here it is, Um, you know, you just, and play it for you. Uh, And maybe get to the point where it also says, hey, you like this show. How would you like this one? Um, You know, to help with discovery. And so, you know, they may get to to that point with that one. But like I say, the T, Apple TV um, really, you know, doesn't do it for me. I keep I talk about my NVIDIA Shield because that does have, it doesn't have Apple. The only thing that's going to have Apple is Apple. But it does have Netflix, Hulu, it's got Amazon, and it's got Google on it. So uh, I can cover most of my, uh, most of the things I want to watch with that. And then the Roku is pretty good on that respect, too. So um, either one of those and... Um you know I think I'll I'll be good with that so uh okay and I think uh did Kevin say he's he sent a sent a Kevin's going to send us his WWDC WWDC thoughts okay so we'll include that at the end of the podcast I couldn't quite read all your phone because part of my uh, list here cut it off but anyway so yeah kevin will have some thoughts afterwards and it'll be interesting to see what uh he has to say about it okay and then going on down the line we got the watch os and uh now you do have an apple watch so and i don't so what are your thoughts on the um
0: again like the apple tv it it's okay um It's going to have a Siri watch face, which I still was a little bit confused about how that was all going to work. Uh, Kaleidoscope face, that just sounds like a headache waiting to happen. Hmm. They had three new watch faces from Toy Story, Woody, Jesse, and Buzz. Again, if you're a big Toy Story fan, that's great, but again, so what? Monthly activity challenges based on your activity, which I think is, you know, that's kind of cool. It could be motivating for some people. You know, you've walked... Two miles today. How about two and a half miles tomorrow? Is what I'm guessing. It's something to that effect. You know, so that could be motivating uh, for some. Some gyms you'll be able to sync your watch with gym equipment, so that when you are doing uh, uh, treadmills, for example, are notorious for not being accurate on mm. your. And I and I walk on the treadmill all the time at the gym, so it might say that you burned 200 calories. Your watch says uh, it was only 90. So mm-hmm. this way you can hold your watch up through uh, NFC, I believe it is, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to sync with each other. So information from the treadmill goes to the watch, information from the watch goes to the treadmill, and it will line up so you have more accurate data. So that could be good. In fact, I talked to my uh, the manager of my gym, and he was going to look into it, but it's not something that – He's going to go out and buy new equipment because he they just remodeled the gym, just yeah. bought new equipment, so that's not happening. So he's going to look into seeing if it's something that can be retrofitted.
1: Right, and it wouldn't do. It probably wouldn't do us any good because in our small town, we have a community gym that the field, that the school operates, and we let the public come in and use it. And again, we're not going to, you know, they try to keep the equipment up, and keep it working, but it, I doubt that they're going to go out and buy any new equipment. So. You know, unless it's something that we could do easily or if somebody wants to donate something, I don't think it's going to happen here. So, again, uh, and I don't know how many – I haven't seen any Apple Watches around this community uh, because I just don't think we're quite that demographic. You know, I would probably be the first if we got one. So, uh, yeah, I just don't think here that that's – it's an interesting thing, but I'm just not holding my breath for it to happen here. So, um,
0: The flashlight aspect is nice. Um, it'll be good for people who are running or walking or, you know, at nighttime walking their dogs mm-hmm. at night. I like the idea of sometimes when you go out during the day, but you come home at night and you can't see the lock in your door, you know, to put the oh. key in. So what I've been doing is when that happens, I take out my phone and mm-hmm. turn on the flashlight. This way I can just hit a button on my watch.
1: Okay. So, that would so that'll be, be nice. Yeah. And like I say, when I get up in the morning and i'm trying to find my socks on the floor i'll just flick my wrist like this and my uh pebble watch will light up enough because my eyes are used to the dark that i can see what i'm doing but yeah something that would you know that you could just you know whip your hand around a couple times light it up and then you know like you say try to get your key in the lock or punch in your code or whatever you need it for that would be kind of handy so there that there's something to be said for that but again not a lot of things well they did say something about um yeah, connect with other hardware gadgets like uh, glucose monitors via Bluetooth. Uh, they're still working the health aspects, and I think that may be probably Apple Watch's strongest um, right thing is that. Because um, a lot of... Yeah, like I say, I got my Pebble Watch. I got the uh, Garmin Fitness Tracker over here. There's lots of things that'll do things, but I think if they can play up the health aspect and with their health app that you could take and record this stuff. And if they get it good enough that you could just you know, email it to your doctor so, you know, they, he could monitor you and see, you know, if if you have health issues, monitor your blood pressure, whatever monitors will interface with the Apple Watch. I don't think the Apple Watch will actually do it themselves, but if you get medically certified equipment that will relay it to the Apple Watch and then they can record it in their app and then, you know, process it and send it to your doctor or something like that. Uh, I, I could see that being helpful because, you know, Apple isn't going to get into the actual uh devices i don't think because HIPAA laws and all that stuff would just be a, a nightmare but if you already have uh manufacturers out there making the stuff and all they have to do is put like a bluetooth chip in there and figure out how to communicate with the apple watch i think that might actually be kind of interesting mm-hmm. um so that was about it for the apple watch and then, then we move on to mac os high sierra i guess it makes That's- sense it's a horrible name. <laughs> well, okay. They seriously.
0: Had... Seriously. When he announced it, I thought he was telling a joke. Right. And I was sitting there waiting for him to go. No, no. Only kidding. It's really called. Sure. What? Whatever. Right. And uh, then he kept going. And I heard yeah. other podcasters say the same thing. They thought he was joking until they realized as he continued on explaining it that he was being serious.
1: Yeah. I'm not exactly crazy about the name, but I understand. that last version was Sierra. This is supposed to be not so much a major update as a fine-tuning. So calling it High Sierra, okay, fine. You know and That will probably lead to some confusion. Because, you know, is it Sierra? High Sierra? What's the difference? Okay, fine. Uh, and I'm not a fan of cutesy names. And, you know, I'm sorry. The, the other thought when I heard that was, like, I heard... Uh, uh John Denver singing Rocky Mountain High so you know whatever yeah. um you know and I don't know what they do out there and you know uh in at the Apple headquarters whatever uh but so and yeah there's nothing I don't think there's anything horribly new being introduced it's just a uh a tightening of the screws and adjusting of things and um now let's see did they announce it down here uh, Well one of
0: the best things is going to block autoplaying yeah. videos yeah, in Safari. That's, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, I was looking. I couldn't remember if that was a separate announcement. Yeah, that's nice here. Yeah, and yeah. that autoplaying um, uh, videos really annoy the crap out of me. I don't mind them so much if the video starts playing. I will sit there and watch some of them. You can either figure it out or some will have subtitles. So, But the ones that really annoy me is that start autoplaying the audio, and you got a bunch of tabs open, and then you're mumbling something about who the frick is playing what where. And then you're, uh, especially when you're doing a podcast. That's happened a couple times. I so will open a page to look at something, and then I'm trying to listen to you guys, and this video starts playing, and it just annoys the crap out of me. So that is a, that is a good thing. And then, now that's in Mac. Now, are they, did they say if they're going to do the same thing in iOS? Because when you're paying for data to have, you know, to stop auto playing. Uh, so it wouldn't use up your, you know, your bandwidth. That would be a, or your mobile data. That'd be a good thing, but, um, I don't see it in my notes. Okay. Um, and then let's see here. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to, uh, let's see video blocking, intelligent tracking prevention to cut back, uh, ad trackers. That's a good thing. Sometimes, um, better photo editing and organization. Um, yeah. And the metadata from your photos will sync across all your devices. Yeah, because that's kind of good, because I rely upon that sometimes. Because sometimes, when did this happen, where or what, and it's kind of nice to look at the metadata and have that there so you know what's going on. And then this one here, I don't know quite what to make of it. Um, They're talking about they're going to support VR development um, with the Unity and Unreal gaming engines. So...
0: They did a demo of it. You said that you didn't watch the, right, right. the keynote, but they did a demo of it. Okay. And while I mean Susie was thrilled with it. Hmm. It's not my it's not my thing. So for me I just kind of was like, okay, whatever." But for the people who like it mm-hmm. and are interested in playing games that involve VR, it's going to it's probably going to be fabulous.
1: Yeah, and that might be I haven't I've done, you know, a f- fair amount of gaming, but that might be the next thing i try is maybe the vr stuff when i get something you know powerful enough to run that kind of stuff you know it does intrigue me and You know, and I haven't even really done, like, the 3D. I watched one 3D TV once in a store. I haven't really sat down to watch it. And so, you know, it may take me a while to get around the VR, too. But anything that makes a a gameplay more immersive, uh, so if you can, like, turn your head, which would actually give me some exercise while I'm... um, (laughs) Or some movement, at least, while I'm playing games, other than my thumbs and fingers, um, you know, would be interesting. And if it can make the game more immersive, man, I'm already... You know, I've I mentioned before on this podcast how I get sucked into borderlines. If they can make that more immersive, I might not come out for days. I know they may just, you know, put a tube in one end and a tube in the other end, and they'll just <laughs> wake me up in a couple days. You know, they'll knock on my head. You still in there? Eh, nod my head, and, you know, go on. So, you know, it might, if it's done right, it might be a complete time suck. But, you know, that I found interesting. And I wonder what that means exactly, because one thing is, for me being a gamer, Macs are not really gaming computers because they haven't really put good video cards in there. You know, They haven't really done the stuff that it needs to be a gaming engine. So the, a lot of the stuff that you need for VR is, I think, what you would need for gaming. So does this mean they're going to actually start getting better at the gaming aspect? Could I maybe actually get a good decent maybe not a high-end because i'm not a millionaire here but a decent you know imac which is the next thing we'll be getting to and would that okay, be able to the next one yeah would that be would that actually become a gaming computer uh, are they going to get back maybe they won't get back into it but will it be good enough to suffice as a because the one i got over here is most gamers would look at it and sneer it doesn't have the most powerful but at least it'll play the games i want which is better than what the uh you know the Mac Mini will do, or even my uh, MacBook Pro back there. So um, yeah, so yeah, new i uh, new Macs, including the iMac now, and I don't think they're going to iMac I- Pro. Pro, yes, um, yeah. So they're they're actually going to give people the high end iMac that you need for video editing and this, uh, this kind of stuff. And they're still saying that they're going to come out with the a Mac Pro right
0: right later in the year the trash or can one. yeah
1: or maybe they'll move away from the trash can design uh, so this is interesting I mean uh, I'm just wondering because they're saying uh, they that new high-performance Mac a 27-inch uh, darker gray iMac Pro with 18 processor cores shipping in December starting at $5,000 I mean I'm not a high-end user, but that sounds pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and you can get it up to 4 terabytes of SSD, and you can get
1: 128 gigs of RAM. Wow. Okay, so you have to sell, like, two or three children to do... Oh, at uh, least. Yeah, At least. Yeah, they're going to start measuring this, not in dollars, but how many children or kidneys you have to sell. Yeah, they add a few kidneys in there, and you might have a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I haven't done it in a while, but I priced out... I I took a... a, um, Mac Pro back before the, back when they were, you know, real Mac Pros, and spec'd it out, and I think I was up to like $20,000. You can drop a yeah. lot of change.
0: Yeah, I mean, with the iMac Pro, you can easily spend $10,000. Right. So this is not, as far as I'm concerned, this is not for people like you and I. These are no. for professionals who need the power, who are graphic designers, who mm. are uh, work with videos and movies and photographers that really need that power.
1: Which again makes me wonder, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see when they come out with the, the Mac Pro, uh what they're going to do with it. But I mean this one, you know, if they tweak it right, um this may do what you know the Mac Pro did unless they got something up their sleeve for that one there too, because there's not a lot of expandability in either one. Um and I don't know about the Mac Pro, but I think somebody said that the new Macs IMAX if you took like the screen off, you could upgrade the RAM and it's doable, but I don't know if it's something that the average person would want to do, right? Because I think on the uh, the older, uh, or the I think, the, I think the current iMacs, I'm not sure, but I know on some of you just had a little door you could open up, you could swap the RAM out at least, and do a few things like that. Um, but now it sounds like it's if you want to take your mac apart and void your warranty you can upgrade this stuff and that's always been something that's frustrated me about um apple is that you know sometimes i would prefer to buy a a, let's say a lower cost machine and then a little further down the road i could upgrade the ram i could upgrade the hard drive you know some of that stuff but now here you pretty much have to decide what machine you're going to buy that's right And you know, do you want to go with the worst case scenario or do you want money left to eat and you know live on?
0: And the problem is, like you said, if you want a computer that has say five hundred and twelve gigs of of SSD, but you can only afford the two fifty six, the price difference between the two is more than if you had said, well let me get the two fifty six and I'll go out and buy a five twelve.
1: Right. And do it
0: excuse me, and do it myself.
1: Yeah, so that's that's frustrating because Uh, And I understand, you know, Apple is making this more like an appliance. So, you know, tinkers need not necessarily apply. And they're doing it because, you know, they're, you know, the Apple, you know, it just works mantra um, that um, they want people not to have to worry about this stuff. Okay, I get it. But for us that, you know, would like to do that stuff and maybe save ourselves a couple bucks It is a little frustrating, but, you know, it's their decision. They can do what they want, and I don't have to buy their stuff if I don't want. So, like I say, nobody's forcing anybody to do anything, but it is a tad frustrating that you have a few less options available. No,
0: I agree with you. I agree with you because I'm like you. I like to go in and upgrade the RAM myself, upgrade the hard drive myself, Mm -hmm. and now I can't. I had to, I mean, when I bought my most recent MacBook Pro, which was three years ago, it was what did I end up paying? I think I paid eighteen hundred for it and that was using my son's teacher discount. Right. If I were to get the same one but the newer version, it's over two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, it's
1: good hard. A lot of money. It is. It's a lot of money. And it's you know, and I you know Apple's doing fine, so I guess, you know, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. But, yeah, it, just, it is a little frustrating because I do like their hardware. I do like the operating system. Um, but, man, at that price, you know. Now, the thing is, for the most part, there everything is going to have faults once in a while. And there's a few Macs that have acted up. But, you know, for the most part, if you get a Mac, you can get a heck of a lot of life out of it. Because I think um, uh, Guy Searle is still uh, milking his old uh, Mac the old cheese grater Mac pro that he had, uh, what did he say? 2008,
0: 2009.
1: I think so. I mean, it's, you know, about ready to punch out for social security by computer <laughs> standards, but, and you know, he, and I, cause I was listening to one of the podcasts and he was talking about, do I want to sink a little bit more into it? I forget what he was talking about. I think maybe an SSD or he wanted to do a few tweaks to it. And he's just sitting there. Do I want to put more money into this or do I just want to hang tight and see what the new Mac pro is going to be? So, um, you know, and that was the thing about the old, you know, the the old style Mac Pro like that. You could add things in. You could, but, you know, when they came out with the little trash can that everyone called it, you were pretty much locked in. The same way with uh, now the uh, laptops and even the iMacs, uh, you're getting locked in. So you, you kind of have to make that decision what you think you're going to want or what you think you can afford, and then you're kind of stuck with it, which, you know. But, you know, we'll just have to deal with it because that's the way they want to play the game. So, fine. Um, But then moving on to things I think, you know, probably interest me a little more is what they're doing with iOS. Um, And they're going to add some things now. They're going to add some features to the iMac, or to the iMac, the iPad. And I think, was that just going to be Mac Pro or is that going to be all the... um... No, I believe all iPads. Okay. Because the... um, um, Oh, I'm looking for here now where the uh, two screens uh, – or let's see here. Um, oh, I'm trying to find it here. They're doing the split, the, you're split. About the, the, the split view where you can sh- – yep. the files where yep. you can share. Yeah, and that's the thing that kind of surprised me the most, that they're actually going to allow files on the iPad. Uh, because they've been so staunch about people don't need a filing system. Well, they finally wave the white flag and say, okay, we're going to give you a filing system. And it doesn't sound like you're going to be able to, like, access the whole thing. But it is nice to be able to have, you know, because for us old codgers that was raised with, you know, Windows or the Linux or the Mac system where, you know, you can create hierarchical files and be able to put things, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're, they were trying to drive home the point, I think, for a few years. Oh, you, know, you don't need you know a file system. You just need uh, I don't know what they were trying to. You know, your files will just be there. You don't need to worry about. It. But sometimes it's just easier to be able to group things together and say, okay, this is for one project. This is for something else. Right. And,
0: right. No, I agree.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I think they finally have you know seen the light and you know caved in the popular opinion there a little bit. So that's going to be interesting to see in the split screen because, uh, you know, sometimes when you're bouncing back and forth, it's kind of nice to have two screens to, you know, keep an eye on things. Um, and let's see here.
0: What I'm, what I'm liking is the Apple pay cash through the messages. Okay. So if, uh, I owe you $20 instead of having to write you a check or wait till I see you next time to hand you the $20, I can just send you a message.
1: Mm.
0: And Include, you know, that way you'll get the $20. And to me, it sounds like it's going to work like PayPal, where you can mm. either take that money and keep it on your Apple account so that if you owe someone else $20, you could just forward that 20 to Kevin. Mm. Or you can use it for a future iTunes purchase. Or you can say, no, I want to put it back into my checking account. Mm. So you can just move that money over, which is how I use PayPal. Right. So I think this will be great, especially, you know, with my kids, because they're constantly owing me money <laughs> and they just pay me through PayPal. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, well, I mean, they, to be honest, they still they pay for their portion of the cell phone bill. Okay, and every month I say cell phone bill, and then I get an email from PayPal saying you have money, and then I just go into PayPal and I move it into my checking account to pay the bill. So okay. this way, they can just do this right through messages. Okay, which I think will be great. My, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, as long as you have i um, iOS devices, um, right. Right. And that's the thing, because, uh, yeah, my one son still has his iPhone, but Deb and I have moved to Android. My daughter has Android. So, yeah, that's the thing. It would be, you know, really awesome if it would be something that would work cross-platform, but don't hold your breath there. Um, and I get it. But, yeah, for people who have, you know, if you have a you know an iPhone family or an iOS family, because I assume it would work from iPad, too, um, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah. I yeah, have.
0: because it's iOS.
1: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know that's kind of cool but um i also like how iMessages will now synchronize that they the, it will
0: um older messages will go in the cloud okay and it synchronizes so you know how it is where you've got something on your phone and you delete it but it's still on your mac it's still on your ipad right now but what i wish it would do is give you the option of keeping it on one of your devices so for example you send me a text and you say let's meet for lunch tomorrow at 12 o'clock at you know joe's cafe Mm -hmm. here's the directions i don't need that on my ipad i don't need that on my mac Mm -hmm. i do need it on my phone so i would at that point i would be afraid to delete it from my mac because then it's going to be gone from my phone so it'd be nice if there was a way to say okay delete mac delete ipad keep on my
1: phone or even keep in the cloud and delete off my devices
0: Yeah, just so that I can access it until I get to Joe's and then, you know, meet you at lunch and then I can delete it.
1: Yeah, because yeah, and hopefully it, we'll have to see how it's implemented. Hopefully it won't be an all or nothing uh, type of thing. Um, Yeah, we'll have to see how that one plays out. And then the the bane of my existence, Siri, um, I think she's just programmed to not understand anything I say. Um, I was trying to use it the other day, and she was just... I don't remember what I was trying to say, but she, no matter how slowly I said it, she just kept massacring it. So um, I, I've had better luck using uh, Google to um, dictate things than I have Siri. Um, but, you know, for those people where Siri actually works, that could actually be good. Uh, so it's going to be uh, translate queries into other languages, which if you're traveling... Now, so would that mean I would be able to speak something in English, and it would... Spit it out in was it French, Spanish, and Chinese?
0: I think so. That'd be You know, cool. I don't use, I don't use. You know, one okay. series, one of those things I forget about. To be honest, yeah. I I don't use it.
1: And I, like I said, I've tried to use it, and she's mashed the So many of the things I said is just kind of. I'll type it, uh, or I'll speak it, and then go back and edit it so it doesn't sound like I'm having a stroke or something. Um, so, like I say, Siri and I kind of have an uneasy relationship. And, you know, even when I had my iPhone, even on my iPad, it's, um, it leaves something to be desired. But we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see here. And then it says uh, you will have more context to proactive suggestions. Uh, it will also start reading your text. So um, if you're trying to spell the uh, recul- reculavik uh here you know it'll help you spell it or if it's in the context of what you're talking about it'll help you spell it which should be kind of good because i don't spell well so especially (laughs) foreign uh names like that i can screw them up pretty easy so that that would be handy um the camera is supposed to be they're fiddling with it a little bit uh, more efficient algorithms and file formats for videos and um they seem to be moving away from jpeg and so um And then new tricks for live photos. So, and, you know, Apple has a reputation for having good cameras on their phones. So, uh, you know, if they can make it even better, that would be awesome too. Um, And then just going down the list, your lock screen and notification windows, um, they're going to be merging into one. So um, I don't know how I feel about that one. I just.
0: Whatever. Sure. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: and then this one here that i'm uh, again, i'd like to know how more how it goes. the do not disturb while driving now hopefully they'll give you the option
0: oh yeah, it's an yeah. opt in okay. you have to opt into it, and the way it's supposed to work is when you get into the car, so I believe you have to have bluetooth hmm. in your car, so if you don't have Bluetooth, that's kind of a moot point i okay. believe okay uh, so your screen will go black, so if your wife calls you or tries to text you. When you're driving, she will get an auto response that says, I'm driving. Okay. So that she knows, okay, he'll he'll get in touch with me later.
1: Okay. Because I just didn't want to be like a passenger in the car and then have my phone go blank you're moving, so obviously you're driving. No, I'm not. Like, but
0: there is a way I guess if they continue to call again, it knows that it must be an emergency okay. and it will go through. Okay. So if your wife's trying to reach you, it's it's you know, very important. Okay. The first time it's going to say, I'm driving, but the second time it'll go through. Kind of like do not disturb on your phone. Okay. Uh, when you have do not disturb on, like in the middle of the night, but your son calls you, if you have right. him listed as a favorite, it'll go through.
1: Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of good because, you know, things that'll help, you know, make it safer to drive or distract drivers less, that's a that's a good thing. So, um, and then the other thing here that, or, you know, one of the other things, HomeKit, you know, I've talked about how I'm automating stuff around the house here, but and I have looked at HomeKit on the iPad, but I don't have enough stuff that because HomeKit is, and I guess that's a good thing, they're pretty particular about what they'll allow in, so they have a little higher standards, I think. So, hopefully, anything that's HomeKit compatible will be um, more secure. You know, you, you hate to say safe because nothing is really safe anymore. But hopefully it'll be more secure. So um, I haven't really had much of a chance to fool around with HomeKit. Maybe I'll end up with some stuff that will actually work with it. But, um, you know, they're going to add more support for multi-room speakers, which is kind of a cool idea. Uh, that's something I'd like to fool around with. So I could, you know, have the same music playing throughout the house through different speakers. But, again, you got to have the stuff to do it with. So, um and then, uh, Apple, Apple music is getting more social again. Um, again, I don't use Apple music and I don't now. You are always tormenting us with your iTunes stuff. Do you get mm-hmm. into Apple music much or
0: I have an um, Apple music subscription? I bought the $99 for the year, uh, card for Apple music and I use it mostly for you. Like, all right, you told me about, um, hailstorm is that the right name
1: yep hailstorm yep
0: you were mentioning a song so i mm-hmm. think the next day i listened to the album mm-hmm. and it wasn't bad though my husband came home because i was playing it on the sonos <laughs> right and uh, it was kind of loud and he could <laughs> like he comes home and his eyeballs just kind of bumped out he's like what the hell is this I'm like never <laughs> just never mind i'll turn it off but i don't listen to apple music on a regular basis as far mm-hmm. as just uh playlists and things like that it's just you tell me there's a new album out or, hey, you know, mm-hmm. so-and-so has a new album. I listen to it before I decide, oh, I want to buy this. Or like mm-hmm. these three songs, I'll buy these three songs. That's how I listen to Apple Music. It's
1: kind of the same way I use Amazon Music. It's kind of discovery and to check things out. Most of the time I'm listening to Pandora because they kind of get – with their music genome thing, they I've kind of got a station or two tuned in. So depending on what kind of mood am I I'm in, I can listen to it and get the kind of music I want. So yeah, and there. So you aren't really social when it comes to music. You're just listening to stuff. Um, and I guess the idea is that you know people. You know you put people together and you can share music and share tastes and that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll. Because they tried ping and that went, you know, pong pretty badly. So um, we'll see how well, that this. goes.
0: Well, this is, as far as the social, it's, it's they want to make it easier for developers to put Apple Music in other apps. So okay. they can, somehow you can access Apple Music through the game or the app or okay. whatever, you know, service, whatever it is that they're doing.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I see that there. Yeah. And that might be a better thing because if developers can come up with something to use it, that'd be kind of cool. So, well, we'll see where that goes and, and then I'm interested here to see they're going to redesign the app store. I'm wondering what. Um...
0: Yeah, they are going to do. Um, let me see here. They're redesigning the app store. They're putting games on one tab and apps on another tab. Okay. So that way it's a little bit easier to find what you're looking for, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And then they're also going to do a today tab, which Suze was thrilled about, because you could look, it would basically be uh, some apps that they, Apple is featuring today. Hey, why don't you check out this? You know, hey, looking for a writing app? Look at this. Looking for a game? Look at this. And they're supposed to have faster app review times so that when a developer wants to update or put out a new app, they don't have to wait forever and ever. It'll be out quickly.
1: Well, because trying to discover apps in the app store sometimes has been kind of, clunky i've gone in there looking just trying to discover something new and it's kind of like you you hunt around you look so if they you know hopefully their today ad will or put, section will be maybe the stuff that's trending or looks interesting they'll they'll put in there so maybe that'll be helpful we'll yeah
0: i mean you really can't search and discover you have to say hey have you heard about uh overcast you know, that's, it's a great, it's a great podcasting app. You have to know the name and then you have to go in and go mm-hmm. overcast. You can, I mean, to just, you know, there are a lot of things you can't just put in. I'm looking for a podcasting app. I'm looking mm-hmm. for a writing app. I'm looking for, you know, a to do app. You can get, it's so hard. Plus I, I know this is a little off side track, but I had put um, a link on Twitter today about this company that was scamming people. As a v- you know, they were putting out a VPN app, mm. and it was under the top-grossing list because they were charging you. I think it was ninety-nine dollars for seven days.
1: Oh, I think I saw that.
0: It was like what, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was up there. I mean, so when you're looking for these things, if you're not already familiar, you can so easily get scammed. So I'm hoping yeah. that part of this revamp is Apple. Really paying attention to the apps that are out there and saying the scam ones, you know, like not letting them in in the first place. Like, how did that even get in? Right. Like, how do you justify a VPN for a hundred dollars for seven days?
1: Yeah, that's outrageous. So hopefully and the, you know, Apple App Store is pretty good because android uh Google tries to you know vet things a little bit, but there there's been problems there Apple is better there's still things that slip through they're they're human after all, but yeah, anything that'll kind of help you help people weed out that kind of you know fraud or that kind of b s that's that's a good thing, so you know hopefully that'll they'll it'll help it and they'll stay on top of that a little bit too so um and we already kind of talked about the ipad uh specific stuff the drag and drop support uh for files, uh markup with screenshots, uh with the Apple pencil. Now does that only work with the pro or could I use
0: As far as I know, it's just the Pro.
1: Okay. Um, and uh and again that would probably be the we'll understand your handwriting and notes. Again, I'm good I'm sure it's gonna be the pencil and that'll be in Pro, the iPad Pro, so uh, and if they could understand my handwriting, that would be a miracle. Because you'd think Siri would have problems understanding I me. Mean, my handwriting is terrible, so we'll yeah, see how me that. Too. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, then there's some developer stuff here. Uh, an AR kit for augmented reality apps on the on iOS. Um, uh, uh, they're just doing. We'll see how this AR and VR stuff works. It looks interesting. Uh, whether they can pull it off, we'll have to see if it'll um, it'll work. Um, and then with uh, more hardware announcements beyond the iMac Pro, they have the iPad Pro, 10.5-inch. So they're making the 9.7 go away, and they're going to introduce the 10.5. And right. It's gonna be, is it just going to be slightly bigger with thinner bezels? Is that how it... Uh, it has
0: a higher refresh rate. Okay, so instead of sixty hertz it's going to be one hundred and twenty right uh, so they've got that it's going to have more more hard drive space. it is got allegedly a ten hour battery, but the price is going to be h a thousand ninety nine dollars for five hundred and twelve gigs, so they are giving you more storage, but that's wow. almost a
1: computer it is and because they yeah starting at six forty nine uh, yeah and what's the base is that sixty four gigs? The base memory?
0: The base is sixty
1: four. I'm not sure where the six forty nine comes from, because I wrote down seven ninety nine. Well in this article it says a ten in ten and a half inch iPad Pro will start at six forty nine and we'll start shipping next week.
0: Right. I've got seven ninety nine for sixty four gig. Huh. Unless unless what I wrote down was what they had for um cellular plan, possibly. That could But still be- there a lot. It goes 64, 256, and 512. There's no 128 anymore, which is what I have. I have an iPad Air 2, 128.
1: Yeah, that's you know and that's the same thing when it comes to the iPhone. I would like to have you know the biggest one, but good grief, you get up near a thousand for a phone. Uh, that is getting pretty. That's crazy. G- that's a <laughs> lot of money. You can make it last it is. for a while. No, I looked it up on Apple here. Yeah, so the ten and a half inch starts at six forty nine. Um and maybe it's if you add the cellular uh let me go through here. So let's go silver sixty four and yeah it's seven ninety nine for cellular. Okay. So I mean
0: everything is up on the screen so fast I'm mm-hmm. just like running, 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 so sure. I must
1: have Right.
0: So okay, it, so the numbers that I wrote down were seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, and ten ninety nine. So that's with the cellular. Okay.
1: Right, yep. And so, yeah, cool. that's you know, and you know, I just bought my new regular iPad. And, you know, the one twenty eight, and you know, that's a you know, I'm liking it a lot. It's a lot snappier than my poor old you know iPad Mini was. Um, but man, you know, that's a lot of money. It's you know, good quality stuff, and you know. You know, iOS, I've used, you know, iOS and Android, and I like the versatility of Android, but sometimes it drives me up a wall. Now, iOS does things sometimes that, you know, irritates me, and it has locked up a timer, too. It's not, you know, better. But, yeah, I will say that, you know, iOS user experience is, you know, probably better in most respects than Android. But, man, that price, that's just, you know. You know, hopefully, you get a lot of life out of it, but you know, that's still a lot. Um, and then the the last thing that they announced was their Apple HomePod another horrible name. Yeah, um, I get the pod thing, and you know, we all made fun of the iPad when it came out. Um, yeah, the HomePod, it makes me want to go look under my bed, see if there's a pod underneath there. Um, you know, it's just I don't know. We'll probably get used to it. Um, but again, I think this is something. I think this is for the Apple faithful. Uh, if you're already in iTunes, if you're already invested in that, maybe. And if you're not, but audio that's program, it. That's yeah. it,
0: though. That's the problem. It's not like the Sonos. I right. mean, like I said, I have the Sonos. Right. I can listen to Apple Music. I can listen to music that's already on my phone or my or my iPad. Right. I can listen to MLB. Tune in. Amazon, um, Sirius XM, uh, what's it called? Accu Radio. I mean, there's like a huge list of different services, Pandora, that I can listen to through Sonos. I can listen to Apple Music through the HomePod. That's it.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, and you get, again, Siri gets to misunderstand me if I ever got one. So maybe it'd be better, maybe with more microphones it'd understand better. I don't know. But, and at 349, I mean, if you're not, if you're in... Apple, the Apple Universe, Apple Music, and you're an audiophile, this might be for you, Mark Greentree. Um, I mean, they
0: said <laughs> that the people that did get to listen to it said that it has yeah. really nice sound, yeah. which is great. But for $100 less,
1: right. we can
0: get the Amazon Echo Show.
1: Yeah, and right? that's got a screen to it. And that's got a screen to it. That mm-hmm. was So at least you can talk to other people. Mm-hmm in addition to listening to your music. Yeah, and get information on there, and we'll have to see. And, you know, again, um, you know, I started out with the Echo, and then I got the Google Home over here, and the Google Home has been playing catch-up, and it's still not quite on par with the Echo, but it's getting there. And so the same thing could happen to the HomePod. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying it till actually it i be, I've, you know, inoculated my brain with it. But, um You know, uh, they could very well catch up and, you know, it might be a quality user experience. We'll see. But for me, I just kind of went, I looked at it and went, meh. And Uh, it's not attractive. No, everyone was gushing about it. I'm going, "No, I actually, you know, okay, they make jokes about the Google Home looking like an air freshener, but I kind of like the lines of that better because, you know, it looked like they took the trash can mac. I think I saw a mm-hmm. few memes. They mashed the trash can mac with what? Something else and you kind of got the the HomePod. Right. Yeah, it's That's right. It looks like the, you know, the um the Mac Pro got stung by a bee and it, you know, you know, swelled up or something. It, I I'm not all that um, you know, enthusiastic. Maybe you know, you took a roll of toilet paper and stuck it in nylon. It's it's that. There's you know something along that line. It's just I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I'm no. And even I, the, you know, the echo over there is you know it's a cylinder, but you know it's not bad. And you can get wraps because uh, I got a, a wrap to put around to decorate it up a little bit to make it look better. So there's things you can do with them, but um,
0: but also the price. I mean, yeah. I paid. My Sonos is hundred and ninety nine dollars. I got it on sale for one hundred and forty nine. Hundred forty nine or hundred sixty nine. Right. One of the two, I forget exactly. But um yeah, so so say I paid the full hundred ninety nine for it. That's a hundred and fifty dollar difference.
1: Yeah, it's, and
0: it's not giving me everything that the Sonos will do. Mm-hmm. So where what 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 is my reason for buying it?
1: Well, it's Apple. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, I mean sorry, that's, sorry. and I don't mock. Didn't mean to mock the Apple faithful out there, but that's it. It's you know, it's Apple, and you know, and I don't know. Maybe this will be their – Maybe it'll take off. Maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe this will be the iPod socks of you know uh, for Tim Cook or whatever. Um,
0: you know, some people that I've heard, you know, podcasters have said this thing is going to take right off. It's going to be super popular and blah blah blah. And then the other half said, "Nope, this is just going to die a slow and painful death."
1: I so. I think there's a, a correlation between the size of your checkbook and your enthusiasm for this thing. Because I have heard people say it rivals the Sonos. And I think they said that you could link these things together so you yes. can have your home stereo thing that, you know, I kind of, you know, want. Um, so there's that. But, man. But you can do that with other speakers. Yeah, you could do, you know, you could take the... Um, uh chromecast audio and hook it up and you could i think do the same thing you could time together to achieve the same thing and then that you just hook up to uh you know siri equipment but um yeah there's cheaper ways to do it if that's what you want to do so um and you know if somebody out there has you know knows more or has a good use case i would be interesting to hear it and like i say um they're starting out here if they go somewhere with it this could you know, I'm I'm holding out a little bit of, you know, I don't know if it's optimism or I'm cutting up some slack, let's put it that way, that they could very well come up with something that might, you know, be that, oh, really moment. Um, but, you know, right now, like I say, having experienced uh, Google and Amazon, um, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of unclear what that could maybe, maybe be.
0: Okay, so let's talk about controversy on my end. Okay, go ahead.
1: I love controversy.
0: Most people disagree with me, and that's cool, because sure. people are entitled to their opinions, but I thought this was an incredibly boring and way too long keynote. Mm. Now, boring, when I say boring, not necessarily the announcements, though there was nothing that really made me go, oh my God, this is like, mm. I must have it. Mm. That's just me, That's which is, you know, fine. It was boring in the respect that I understand this is a developer's conference, but there was just too much nitty gritty, only developers would understand kind of information that was being shared. Mm. Now, some people say, well, this is a developer's conference. They need to know this. I get that. Mm. But this is also for people like you and me and the Mm. listeners and the media that was there to cover it. We don't need to know how many teraflops something is or how many nits it has or things Mm. like that. And if you do mention it, tell us what it is and then move on. Don't have to, like, well, go on and on and on and on and on. Well, that's, that's what the different sessions are for for the developers.
1: Yeah. As I was say, if this was the only presentation they was making, this would make sense. But it's a week-long right. conference. You can talk about the nitty-gritty, and this is more a front-facing you know, for the faithful, for the people, or if the people who are even interested, you know, mildly interested to kind of, you know, get that hook in them and we reel them in and go, ooh, that's kind of cool. And, yeah, if you get too deep into the technical, um, yeah, you're, it's not going to, you know, pull people in the way you you know, may want. Um, and not to... You know, I don't have any problem with Tim Cook. He's certainly you know a, you know he's been good a good to Apple. He's a good CEO. You know, he's certainly stable and everything. But you know, he's not exactly Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs had the magic to him, and you know, he could go out there and do this stuff. And he could, uh, you know, the uh, reality distortion field that you, you know when you were listening to him, you'd sit there and go, "Ooh, ah."
0: Well, you were mesmerized.
1: Yes, basically,
0: and. But- but two and a half hours. I mean, yeah. you know, you can only mesmerize for so long. I mean, <laughs> Suze, Vicky, and I—we're sending gifts back and forth. Like, kill me now, and is it <laughs> over yet? And I'm, I'm dead. You know, and I'm like, I'm, you know, sound asleep. And we were just like laughing because we were just going. But that that mm-hmm. was more interesting to us than what we were watching sure. on the screen. The other thing I thought, TVOS and the HomePod, or Apple TV, I should say, and the HomePod that could have been something else. Mm-hmm. That could have been announced in another place mm-hmm. because that doesn't really have any effect on the developers. The developers need to know mm-hmm. about the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. they need to know about iOS, they need to know about Mac OS, they even need to know about the, the, the hardware that was announced because that's what they're developing for. But I'm just wondering is like if they did maybe, let's talk about, let's see, let's talk about iOS 11. Let's talk about High Sierra and maybe talk about, let's see, the iPad and the new iMac, the iMac Pro, and leave the other, like, get that down to maybe an hour and a half, an hour, 45 tops. The other items, either send out a press release or do maybe a little mini, oh, yeah, guess what they had in one session? They just announced this. Mm -hmm. Because the... The developers don't need to know some of this stuff, as far as I know. It was just too much.
1: Well, I'm trying to remember, too, and, you know, I might very well be wrong, but, uh, well, they did announce the iPhone at WWDC, right? So they do make hardware announcements at that.
0: Which is fine because that's what the developers, developers. are writing code sure, for, sure. and I understand that. But right. it was just—it just got so right. boring and so right. long. And the other thing that I've complained about with Apple, and I've complained about this on this podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, and I've been doing it for years, is you don't need to have a new operating system every single year. Right. It, it does, you know, like next year, do you need to have iOS 13 or whatever number it's supposed to be, 12? You know, something new that's not Sierra with, oh, we're, we have this stupid. Take what you've got and make it as perfect as it's going to be. Sure. Then start worrying about something new. Now, some people are going to go, no, no, no. You always have to innovate. You have to innovate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're just spreading yourself too thin. Let's work on the watch. Let's work on the HomePod. Let's work on music. Let's work on the iPad. Let's work on iOS. And, you know, you can only spread yourself so thin. Right. And And it's because we've all noticed, well, how could, like, you've heard Kevin and I talking about Mm -hmm. our watches. Mm -hmm. How many times I said, Kevin, are you dead? Because I don't see him on my watch anymore. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and uh, it seems to me, I don't know if it's so much now, but I know once upon a time, it seemed like Apple would concentrate on this. And then they would concentrate on this rather than, you know, working on a broad spectrum of things, which is fine. I mean, it does give you focus on one thing, but then while you're doing that, because like, you know, the TV, um, Apple TV was just, you know, are they ever going to do anything with that? Well, then finally, you know, they've started doing something, but it just seems like they have such a narrow focus because I think once upon a time there was a joke that they only have like, you know, a handful of engineers. So they'll put them on one thing and when they're done, they'll put them on another. And, you know, it just seems like they can't take the time to develop across for all their stuff it seems like they focus on one like they're just single focused and they can't multitask or something and that is a little frustrating because while they're you know same way with like the mac pro that's been languishing for a while and you know then they finally came out with a trash can and people went okay, and now they're going to get around to doing it again, but it just seems like instead of you know sitting there and working across their product line, it's one and then the other, and then this other one is, you know if they're going cyclical or if they're bouncing around, so this one over has just been languishing over here and people are starting to go, is it ever going to? Well, then they'll turn their attention to that and then they'll do it and then they'll, I don't know if they lose focus and then it just kind of sits there and then you wait and wonder. Yeah, so it's just not... Um, the best I think for trying to get people to, you know, engaged with a a product and keeping them enthused about all of their products is like one, the other, and then back and forth again.
0: And they, they, from what I heard, I believe the dress rehearsal for this keynote was four and a half hours. Oh Lord. And they had to cut it down and it was still two and a half hours. Now, doesn't that tell you that you are announcing too much because they were zipping through, like I said, When I wrote down those numbers for iPad, I didn't even notice that it was cellular that I was writing down because Mm -hmm. everything was up there so quickly that I'm just going to go, oh, it's gone. And it wasn't like my DVR where I could say – I could rewind it a little bit, write it down, and then keep going forward. Once it was gone, it was gone.
1: Right. And And then one of the criticisms that they've had is they always start out with sales numbers at the beginning. Did they do that too? No, they went right into it. Okay, so at least they're cutting that out, which then, God help And us. it
0: was still two and a half hours, and there was no music. Something how Sometimes they would have a sure. musical group at, entertain at the end,
1: play a song or two, nothing. It was just like, thank you, and enjoy your sessions. Did they have um, any, any demos in there? Yeah. I'm, oh, they did, okay.
0: They had the, the, the VR, the AR.
1: Okay, and sometimes the demos get a little, sometimes they're okay, sometimes they're a little... Really, but yeah, uh, there
0: was there was there was a, a good number of demos okay. that were going on, which which I get because you want to show people this is how the VR works, this is how the new filing system works on the iPad, this is how you know the speakers work, you know whatever the case may be. So I, I understand that, but this it wasn't like um last time, was it? Last time when you had um I can't remember her name, uh, the female she was really animated. Uh, her name began with a B. I can't remember her name, but she oh. was talking about Apple Music and she was so animated and she was like, she was having a great time and she was up there dancing and, you know, she was animated. She was mm-hmm. into it. And these people were just like, I'm here to show you this new, okay. you know, mm-hmm. this new feature in iOS 11. Look at this. You know, they were just like, they, I know they were nervous, but sure. it was there was no excitement. There was no, isn't this awesome? Look how great right. this is. I just like, oh, yeah. That's that's that was what was boring to me, not mm-hmm. the announcements themselves, just the presentation right. and
1: it was just let's get on with it. And it's like I say, it's a week long conference. You can tease some of this stuff, and we'll be talking more about this in you know our next session or in one of our sessions and just kind of get it out there so you can get people interested. And then, you know, and then they can go to these, you know, the sessions or whatever and find out about this stuff or the press can go there and report. Um, and I don't know. I, I assume that the, the rest of the conference, the press can go to it so they can find out this stuff. I don't think it all has to be done. At I
0: know the, they're know. still talking about it as, you know, today. Right. If you look at, you know, different blogs and RSS feeds, there are still things, best apps for the new iPad and, you know, why this iPad is better than that iPad and what right. we should look for for the home kit and you know, blah, blah, blah. So they're still talking about it. They're going to be talking about it from now until the end of the year when a lot of
1: this stuff is released. So they could probably, you know, hit the highlights and save the, you know, maybe cut back on the demos a bit. Um, There's probably some things they can do because like I say, yeah, two and a half hours. And, you know, and so when, um, you know, since I've dropped my iPhone, I don't get iMessages anymore. But when I come home, my uh, iPod... uh, when it connects to the Wi-Fi, it starts getting all these iMessages. messages. And when you guys were messaging back and forth during, uh, you know, WWDC, I came home and my uh, my poor iPod sounded like it was an ice cream truck doing meth. Is this sitting there going ding 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 ding? ding. As I'm going, oh, yeah, it probably took board. a
0: f- good 15 minutes to scroll <laughs> yeah. through our conversation because Kevin yeah. was at work, so he wasn't really able to keep up with us. But Melissa and I were mm-hmm. going back and forth. Oh, I really like this or I don't like this. Or, you know, I know she's looking forward to a lot of the new, the new features okay. that are coming out. Um, but we're all coming from a different perspective. You know, she's coming mm-hmm. from the I'm teaching senior citizens and, mm-hmm. um, you know, other older people how to use their devices. Mm-hmm. This will be helpful in this way for me.
1: Sure. Or even like, you know, Suze, I'm sure she was, uh, you know, the iPad Pro and the photos. I know she does a lot. You said that she does a lot on her iPad.
0: Yeah, she loves her iPad, uh, her uh, Apple Pencil. Okay. She has a 9.7, so I don't think she's going okay. to be getting rid of it um, right. anytime soon. Um, but I think what got her very upset is she's had a, she had an iMac that was causing her grief from day one. She's had so many problems with and just gone back and forth with the Apple store with the with this particular iMac. And just before the the keynote, they said to her, we will give you a new one or you can pay $200 extra and get a 5K for the screen. And she said, OK, I'll pay the $200 extra. She had just opened it up and set up the computer and they announced this new one. <laughs> so I haven't spoken to her, but I said, call them. See if you can bring it back and get yeah. the new one. So.
1: And, you know, we've been, I won't say we're bashing Apple, but we're holding them accountable for a few things. But the thing, you know, the positive thing is Apple's always been pretty good on the customer service side. Um, Because I've heard lots of stories about somebody goes in and they're having a problem and, you know, maybe uh, I think they've gotten a little less generous. uh, But for a while there, if you're having a problem, yeah, you know, we can't fix this, but we'll give you a new one. Uh, or you know maybe well we don't have that one anymore but we'll give you one that maybe a little bit of an upgrade or something like that or like you know in this case you know, throw in a couple uh, uh, hundred extra bucks and we'll, you know, upgrade it to the, the 5K or something like that. So, you know, they are good, you know, on the customer service side. And, you know, and I get it. it is Apple is about the experience. And I think that's why they're kind of locked down on this because the more they can control, the no, they know the better the user experience will be because they don't want people coming in and why won't this work? Why doesn't this, you know, whatever. So, and I get why they're so, you know, anal retentive, but I kind of wish sometimes just relax a little bit, guys. You know, like the upgradeability on some of the machines—that would be cool. Um, you know, and some of the like um, the you know thing I like about Android is—and it does cause problems sometimes, but I do like it because I can put different launchers on there. So I can put different looks on there. So if I don't like you know the the way app you know the iPad looks, or if if I don't like the way my Android tablet works, I can do something different with it. With you know Apple, you can change the background. You can do a few things, but you know you're really kind of locked into their UI and okay yeah let's... you
0: can't use Chrome as your browser instead of Safari right. or you can on your computer but you right. can't on your iPad right. and I think the, they don't want you to be able to upgrade is because people like you and me Kevin and Melissa we're the minority mm. most people that you talk to are going to say well I'm not going to change the RAM of my computer I'm not mm. going to add this device or you know change out the video card or anything I, I I'd have a professional do that Everyone I know, I'm the only one of the people that, you know, my group, Mm. whether it's family or friends, that would do something like that. I mean, I changed on a Windows laptop. I changed the entire screen like twice when my oldest son broke the screen, you know? So (laughs) that was basically taking the whole computer apart and putting it back together. But Mm. I did it without any hesitation. I Mm. just followed the the directions. Everyone else I know was like, are you kidding me? You actually did that? Like, (laughs) well, it's cheaper than going out and buying
1: a new computer. Right. And, you know, I've heard some people, you know, oh, my computer's slow. Maybe I need a new one. No, how about you clean your hard drive? I mean, yeah, it's Apple is catering to those people, not us. And I get it. Yeah, we're we're the minority, and they don't need to rejigger their whole, you know, business plan for us. But it it is a little frustrating. It is. And it, maybe it's, you know, uh Kind of the you know dance with the one that brung you, because uh, you know it was the Apple faithful that you know brought Apple, that stuck with Apple when they were like on death's door, um, and I don't think they're necessarily abandoning us, but it is just kind of like you know throw us something, you know, or
0: let us let us upgrade ourselves, but don't make it as obvious maybe for the average user. Sure. So maybe maybe you have to do a little bit more digging to find out how. Sure. Like we would know where to look maybe mm-hmm. the average user might mm-hmm. say oh i didn't know i could do that myself and maybe <laughs> those kind of people are better off right bringing it to apple or bringing it to another kind of professional to upgrade different features sure. in their computer whereas people like us might just mm-hmm. say oh if we just go to apple.com and look under here or go to ifixit or whatever yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. this is how you upgrade the S- ssd oh we can, i can do that i've got the tools yeah.
1: Yeah, so you know, give us the secret handshake and you know the the secret yeah. knock to get in.
0: Um, kind of like kind of like how they hit the library folder, yeah. mm-hmm. but you know, for those sure. of us in in the know, you right. know, we know how to get at it. Whereas yeah. other people, you go, nope, nope, don't touch it. Just leave it alone. Just leave everything the way it is.
1: Yeah, because like I say, it, it is a little frustrating that you have to buy, you know, either the exact one you want or the exact one you can afford, and there's no way you can, you know. Yeah, and they're with. usually
0: not one and the same.
1: No, no, not unless you got a of money or, you know, a loan or something.
0: I mean, I'm in the position where my husband has a Windows computer running Windows 7. I want to say we bought it in December of 2010. Oh, Lord. I believe. Or possibly even, no, it was 2000,
1: 2009. This is getting scarier. No, it was,
0: 2000, it was 2010. It was okay. 2010. Okay, so it's going on seven years and he's just about had it because it's super super slow. It starts all by itself without any prompting from him. Uh, he uses Firefox for his browser, and the screen will just go completely black. And he'll I just say close it, open it up again, and then it usually fixes it. And the and the other day, it was on fire practically. Those fans were running <laughs> so fast and like touching the well. We have where he has it is basically uh, it's in the game room, but it's it's basically a, a kitchen cabinet and a countertop is what the desk is made of. That countertop, I couldn't even put my hand on it. It was so hot. Wow. I said, you know something? I, I do think it's time to get to a new computer because, you know, he's been having so many problems. It's, far, it's not a hard drive issue as far as storage because he hardly has anything on it. Hmm. But I've always said to him, when it's time for you to get a new computer, you're getting my old Mac and I will buy my new Mac for myself because I'm not dealing with you and your problems with Windows because it's always... I have a problem. But what do I do with this? How do I fix this? What does this mean? What do I do? And I fix it for him and I take care of it. But with the new prices of the Macs, I'm leaning, now I'm leaning towards getting him another Windows computer for four hundred bucks right. because for his needs, it's enough.
1: Yeah, or even and you know I've whined about this too, and I you know is probably not going to go anywhere. You know, give us the the uh, Mac Mini. Uh, you know, rather you know the one the old Mac Mini, not this neutered one, which would probably fine for some people but for some of us you know we kind of wanted the quad core uh in there you know some just for if we're doing video encoding or something like that um just give us that little extra horsepower because now the best you can get is a dual core you know, i7, which is, you know, acceptable, but it's not the powerhouse it used to be. Give us that one, because if we can't afford a new iMac, uh, you know, or, you know, the Mac Pro or any of those, give us, uh, you know, a decently powered Mac Mini, because I know there's people that uh, use them for, you know, servers. My son bought one was going to use it for a server at home to because you know he does um you know he's an i t person and he wanted to set up different servers. they do use it for that it, there is a place, and some people even use them as you know uh, rack servers for certain things um and again, maybe it's not that big a business that they're gonna cater to it, but it is a little frustrating that you know we just and now you can't even upgrade the the new mac minis I don't think um It used to be with this one, when I got it, I bought it from OWC, so it was already tweaked out. But you can open up a panel and you can change RAM easy. The hard drive is a little easier. You kind of have to go through to get to the top of the case to get to it, but it's not impossible. Um, But, you know, these new ones, I think, again, you're stuck with what you want to get. And like I say, it's not the powerhouse it used to be. So um, I just kind of wish they would give us some sort of a, you know, even if, the rest of the computers, if, like say, in my case, even if it's just the Mac Mini that, okay, you know, for the faithful out there, for you guys that want to, you know, tinker and do, here's the Mac Mini, here's the computer that you guys want, um, you know, just give us something like that. But, you know, I guess it'll be what it'll be.
0: So I think we kind of beat this to death. So it'll be interesting so. to hear what Kevin does. Neither one of us have heard what Kevin has nope. to say yet. So it'll be a surprise to us when we listen to it.
1: Yeah. So I think that'll get tacked on at the end of what we had to say here. So you'll get to listen to us and then you'll hear what Kevin's thoughts are. Um, and so we're, you know, it's like I mentioned Kevin's on the injured reserve list. So, you know, we wish him well. Hopefully he'll get better. Um, and, you know, things will be, you know, back to normal so i'm gonna he's asked me to do the editing so you know uh god help us all um so
0: be nice be nice
1: i've done it before but it may not be quite to his standards so but uh we'll get this edited we'll uh put kevin's stuff at the end and then you know and i'll be anxious to see what he has to say about too but yeah because we've gone you know just about an hour so you know going short's never been a, a problem for us but no uh, Not so, us. No, so like I say, we'll we'll wrap it up. And so you know, Elisa, you want to tell people you know where they can find you and what you do.
0: You can find me at Twitter at Sensei Dai, and you can also listen to my podcast that I do with Susie Gilbert and three uh, and Vicky Stokes called Three Geeky Ladies. That's um, the uh, three. It's Three Geeky Ladies with the number three spelled out. I'll get it out there. The heat's <laughs> starting to get to me. I'm sitting here like dying in this room. We have no air conditioning, and I have no fan on right now because you'd hear it, and I'm like
1: I'm melting here. <laughs> um, yeah, and has just been kind of a long day for me. I'll spare everyone the details. But anyway, uh, if you do want to hear more about what uh, I do, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman. And I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And if you want to go over and check me out on uh, – um, Sci-Fi Tech Talk and see what we have to say there I think we're going to finally get back on a regular schedule um, Go over there and check us out at sci Well that'll uh, wrap it up for this week and don't forget to hug a geek
2: Well hello listeners I can't be with you this week on Geekiest Show Ever but I did want to send in some thoughts so that Mike and Elisa can give me a bunch of crap about it as they do the show So here's what my thoughts are on WWDC uh, the stuff that I loved, what I loved from WWDC, the iPad Pro in both sizes. An awesome device. Not really sure which one I would get yet, but I do know I, the, the other choice would be 256 or 512 gigabytes. This device is surely becoming much closer to a laptop replacement. iOS 11 is great. The new dock feature, the multitasking, everything. all Awesome upgrade to iOS 11. I can't wait to get it on my iPad Air 2. I don't know if I'll get all the features, but I'll get some of them. Next up, the refreshed iMacs. They're very nice. Even has me considering when I replace mine if maybe an iMac 21 inch would be sufficient. They've got enough power now, they've got enough memory. I think I could deal with that instead of my beloved 27 inch iMac Pro. But a, iMac, excuse me, a slip up there. Not necessarily the iMac 27-inch uh, is bad, mine, but I do. it is a great device, and we'll keep it going. The next thing up is the iMac Pro. That is an amazing device. It had me drooling just looking at it, all the power and capability. The price, starting at $5,000, well, not so much. I don't think it's in my price league. I would love to have one. If anybody wants to send me one, that would be great. Because when they were reviewing the hardware, I was flopping in my seat. It was so nitty. And yes, I said nitty for you, Elisa. Okay, so what was okay about the WWDC announcements? macOS Sierra, High Sierra, excuse me. Interesting, but not earth-shattering. Some interesting improvements. But nothing to shake up about. Moves the ball forward a little bit, so I'm good with that. The upgraded MacBook Pros, nice. But if I were in the market, I would buy the non-touch bar 13-inch. The rest of them just don't interest me that much. So, you know, they're nice devices if you're in the market for one. But they're a bit on the expensive side, so I don't think I'll be getting one of those. Now, for what I could care less about... The AirPod, I think is the correct name, or whatever they're calling that speaker thing. I'm not interested in that. It's way too expensive, in my opinion, for what it does. I don't care how good the sound is. I'm not paying $350 for a speaker to listen to music when I don't listen to that much music to begin with. My Amazon tap that I got this past year at Christmas is more than adequate for listening that I do. Now, lastly, what was I most disappointed about? No love for the Mac Mini. They absolutely, completely ignored my favorite little Mac. I need to replace the one I have here at the house, and I would really wish they would show it some love so I could get an upgraded one. I'm not above buying a used one, like Mike did, but or used, new, whatever they called it, but I would really like to have a new one. And come on, Apple... Put at least a quad-core CPU in the thing. That would be good. And let's bring back the fact that we can upgrade the memory. Because with all these new Macs, the only one that still has upgradable memory by the user, the 27-inch iMac. Not the iMac Pro, it appears, but that'll wait to be seen because we don't have final design specs. Well, that's it, folks. That's my review, and that's my comments on WWDC. I'll turn you back over to Mike and Elisa so that they can bag on me. And again, sorry I can't be there. I'm under the weather and not able to get to my laptop to do or to my iMac to do the recording. So take care and talk to you soon. Five, four, three, two, one. And we are go. Go. Wait, go where?
1: The Commercial Guy. We're recording a commercial for the MyMac.com podcast.
2: Ah, so we're recording the podcast now.
1: Well, well, no, not now. At the moment, we're recording this commercial.
2: So when do we go? Go where? I don't know. You started this whole go thing. The
1: G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. We have no idea what we'll say next.